0: hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients Kia ora and welcome to episode 108. I'm thrilled to have you back for another episode of Business Your Way. Today we're tackling a topic that will probably resonate with most small service-based business owners and that's how to optimize service delivery in your business with a small team. Because what I found out is that 97% of all businesses in New Zealand are small business. And a small business is defined as one that has fewer than 20 employees. So wherever you are in the world, I am sure that that is a similar percentage in your country. So go Google that. Find out that you're actually among the masses instead of being the minority, although that's how it feels when you are a small business. You feel as though you are the minority and you're always dealing with businesses that are much bigger. So maybe this might sound a bit like you. You're a proud business owner with a small but mighty team. You're committed to delivering top-notch services to your clients, but sometimes it feels like you're wearing too many hats. How do you streamline your operations without compromising the quality of service you're delivering to your clients? And this is a question that I know that I've asked myself many times over the years. So in this episode, I thought I would give you three specific areas that you can work on to optimize service delivery in a small team. Things that I myself think are important and that I know to be true. They're not textbook theory. They are things that I've practiced and that I've implemented And that I have seen other businesses do the same. So I know what I'm sharing with you today will help you in a really practical way. Especially if this question of quality of service delivery with a small team is something that you are asking yourself. How do I do this? How do I get better at this? And so we'll also touch on the importance of clear communication within your team and with your clients, because after all, a well-informed team is an efficient team and satisfied clients are your best marketing strategy, right? And of course, I want to talk to you about how you can infuse your cultural identity into your service delivery, making it not just a transactional service, but an experience that reflects your unique brand because of your cultural identity that you bring and that is intrinsically threaded through your business because of who you are. First of, I think we need to leverage technology for efficiency, especially in a small team where we don't have the luxury of time. This is where I believe technology can be the biggest game changer for our small teams. Because you know your small team is small but mighty. But how much time are you really wasting getting everyone on the same page? How much time are you wasting calling meetings to update everyone or to get updates from your team on where a project is at or what's the next best step or this client or what are we doing with the way that we are delivering the service? What is happening? Things aren't going smoothly. Whatever that is, how much time are you wasting in meetings getting your team on the same page? Because, like I said, we all know that time is a precious commodity in the world of small business. And as a service based entrepreneur with a small team, we need to make the most of every moment. And that's where I believe technology can become our best and biggest. Trusted ally. With the right tools, you can amplify your impact and be much more efficient, meaning that you can get more done in less time. So, from project management to communication, technology has the potential to revolutionize the way that you operate your small business. So, now let's talk specifics. What tools can you leverage to boost your efficiency? I want you to think about project management platforms, communication apps, automation tools, and industry specific software. But I truly believe that every small service based business must have a project management tool. And there are many out there to choose from. This in and of itself has been the biggest game changer for my small but mighty team. And if you've been around on the podcast for a wee while, You will know that my favorite tool is Monday.com and I have tried many tools in the marketplace before actually finding Monday.com and I, I can't even tell you the amount of change that has happened in my business and the efficiency gains that we have got because we implemented this tool. And that's because every project that we do has a board. And every board is broken down into groups, and then there are multiple tasks that live within each of those groups. And every action that is taken on each of those tasks is noted within the task update section. Now that might sound like a whole lot of gobbledygook, but what that means in essence is that there is not a task or a project that is not on our project management tool and every task is being updated in real time as action is happening against that particular task and I think about our project management tool it is like well it is not like it is my risk management plan for my business because if one of my team uh, are away for a number of days or days could turn into weeks they have an accident or they're seriously ill, taking one team member out of my team can have a huge impact. But I know that having a project management tool with every action in it and all of the updates recorded that I can bring in another team member, they can sit down and review a project management board and get up to speed with that project within a half a day. And so that is really quick for a small business to keep a project moving without a huge impact on the service delivery. And that has been the biggest game changer for my team. The other tool that we use that I also think it gives efficiency for small teams, whether you are remote or in person, is a chat channel. Now, we use Zoom chat. But you could use other platforms. For an example, you could be using Slack. I know of lots of businesses that use Slack. These are great tools and provide efficiency in your business. But you have to have a very clear policy around how you use each of these channels. And for us, we've clarified it like this. If it relates to a task, then it has to be recorded in monday.com. If you want to tap someone on the shoulder, as if you were in an office in a physical building, then we would use a chat channel. So if you just want to go, hey, you know that caterer that you used for that last event, what was their name again? We would use a a Zoom chat for that. Just so then we can record who we are using in our project management tool, and then record the contact that we've had with them, when we reached out to them, and all those specifics. So I know that these two tools alone can have such a huge impact on optimizing your service delivery. If you don't have either, I would highly recommend implementing both. If you have these tools, but you're not seeing the gains, then take some time to optimize how your team are using the tools. In my business, the way that we use the tools as a team is not negotiable. And we are seeing huge benefits from that. And you, as the small business owner, you are the one that has to make this not negotiable for your team. And I know, as an entrepreneur, you are wearing many hats. But the key to sustainable success lies in empowering your team to take ownership of their roles. And this is not just about delegation. It's about fostering a culture where each team member feels valued, motivated, and most importantly, empowered. So, we have to empower our teams to utilize our technology to get the gains that we need as a small business. So, why is it so crucial to empower your team? Well, like I believe, and I know this to be true, is that When team members feel a sense of ownership, they're not just doing a job. They're invested in the success of your business and what you do. They're invested in the success of themselves and of the business. And this has a huge impact on your service delivery. But this has to start with the business owner communicating the expectation that team members take responsibility for their roles. And to be specific about what this looks like. So what does it look like for your team member who take ownership of their role? You have to be really clear about that. So I want to give you an example. I said to one of my team members, I want you to be the super user of this tool. And that just happened to be our industry-specific software platform. And I said to them, if there is anything to know about this tool, I want you to be the person to know about it. I want you to be the go-to person. I want you to take responsibility for being curious about everything that this platform can do and how we can leverage it in our business to take advantage of all of the things that it can do and how that can have an impact on the way that we serve our clients. And this is the conversation that I had with my team member. To be really clear, I wanted her to be curious. I wanted to get in. I wanted her to dive deep. What can the software do? How can we take advantage of that? How can we leverage that to serve our clients in a much better way? And she fully took that role and she took ownership of it and really took pride in being that super user, having people ask her, what is the best way that we can use the tool to do X? This event wants to do X, Y, Z. How can we use this tool to do that? Can we? Can we do this? She fully embraced the role and she loved taking that responsibility for her role. and. That lifted a whole weight from my shoulders as the business owner. Those mini hats that we wear, I was able to relinquish one of those hats because I empowered my team to take responsibility. You know, this requires really clear and timely communication with our team. So, if we're going to empower our team to take responsibility, We, as the entrepreneur, need to give really clear and timely communication back to our team members, recognizing their achievements. These are the building blocks of a motivated and engaged team. Timely communication is important. Like, don't store up your things that you want to talk about for the employee review. You may only have that, like, half yearly, sometimes only yearly. Don't store things up and raise it at that one time. Be sure to give your team feedback and recognition in the moment, in real time that things happen. You know for yourself, you'd prefer that people to tell you in the moment that it happens. If there are any areas where you can improve or where they're not happy or things didn't quite go right or there are things to tweak, You know for yourself, you would like to get that feedback in the moment. So do the same with your team. Don't store things up. Give them timely feedback. Whether that is, you know, acknowledgement of achievements that they've done or whether it's areas that they need for improvement. Give them feedback. Clear and timely communication really helps create that culture of empowerment within your team. And here's the really exciting part, right, is an empowered team isn't just a feel-good story. It directly contributes to a better service delivery and better client satisfaction. A team that feels valued and empowered naturally goes the extra mile, delivering a service that stands out in the crowded marketplace. And then you've got a team and a service that you can be very proud of. And you as the entrepreneur don't need to wear all the hats. So be aware of how you as the business owner are creating a culture of empowerment within your team. The last thing you want is drama in a small team. And that's exactly what will happen when you're not conscious about what you are or are not doing to empower your small but mighty team. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favour. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend, or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. The last topic I want to talk about in today's episode is infusing your cultural values into your service delivery. Now, as a proud Maori woman, I understand the significance of cultural values. They're not just part of who you are. They're an integral part of our business and how we do business. And therefore, I think it's important to explore creative ways to integrate your own cultural values into the very fabric of your service delivery process in your business. Now, I truly believe that cultural authenticity is a superpower in business. Because when you can stay true to your cultural roots, It can have a profound impact on the client relationship and your brand identity. It's not just about service delivery. It's about creating an experience that resonates on a deeper level. And this is where your own personal cultural values come into your business. Because as a small business entrepreneur, you are your business. Your business is you. You are one. So separating out your personal cultural values and how your business operates, that can feel so much like pork and cheese, and you're always at odds with yourself. So business doesn't have to be separate to who you are culturally. Your cultural authenticity is truly the superpower for your business. But why does this matter so much? Well, for me, I think the impact goes beyond business. The impact that we are having on the world goes beyond business. It's about creating a legacy. It's about creating a business that is not just successful, but is truly meaningful. It's about having an impact on other people's lives. And we can do that by doing what we do because of who we are. When I started my business, my business partner and I, we were staunch about our approach. We were by Māori for Māori. That was what our business did, that was who we were, and our blinkers were quite closed. But just a few short years later, it dawned on me that The ripple effect of infusing cultural values into our service delivery, both within our team and in the eyes of our clients, could have a far greater reach than we were having at the time. So that's when I took my blinkers off and I started looking at ways to articulate and communicate what set us apart from other businesses in our industry, and how our cultural values were a benefit for everyone that wanted to work with us. But what this does require is for you to dive deep into who you are and what you believe. It's likely that your cultural beliefs are intrinsic to who you are, and you don't see them as being something separate. And most likely, you won't see them at all because you, are, you live your life in a way that you are surrounded by like-minded people who also have those same cultural beliefs and cultural practices. So you don't see them as being anything separate to yourself. It just, they are who you are. You really do need to spend some time with yourself unpacking your cultural beliefs and then seeing how can they be or how are they because you are probably operating your business with these cultural beliefs in place but really spend some time to unpack them and see how they truly are the secret source to how you work. Now I'm not saying that you have to you know force your cultural beliefs onto all of your team especially if your team come from varying cultures and that is highly likely to be the case because you can't find the person that you need with a specific skill set who is the same culture as you there's a there's a whole lot of things in this bucket alone that why we are or aren't authentically Putting our culture into the business and infusing our cultural values into the service delivery within our business. There's a whole raft of things that that could be taking place, or not taking place, or limiting us, or excelling us. Like there's a whole raft of things, and I really like this podcast doesn't have. You know, I don't really want to dive into that here, and it's a big topic all on its own, but. I do want to say you need to work out what works for you and how you operate your business because you are your business and your business is you. And how you lead your team and empower your team and how you operate as a team all comes back to your cultural values. I know that you, you've probably heard, you know, big business talking about the organizational culture and what that looks like, and the culture that they're trying to create within their business. When we come from a cultural background, we are able to take what comes intrinsically to us and embed that culture into our business very easily. It doesn't need to be hard, and we don't need to overthink it, but we do need to dive deep and unpack what that really means And what are the benefits of this to our team and to our clients? And then your ethnic culture then becomes your business culture and how you operate your business by a set of understood values. So spend some time, take a look at what are your cultural values? How are you infusing that into the service delivery of your business in order to really put a flame behind and put some fuel to the fire that makes your business authentically different from everyone else in the marketplace, because people are done with cookie cutter businesses. People are done with just getting the same thing from every service provider they go to. So think about how this, how your cultural values are the secret source and provides authenticity in what you do for your clients and how that also works across your team so you are all moving in the same direction in the same way with the same understandings of what it means to deliver great service in your business all right my friend that is all I have for you this week I really do hope that this episode served you and gave you some things to think about as you optimise your service delivery with a small team. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.